reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. Welcome to Preston Super Show. I told you there's a podcast blitz coming. There's a lot of cool stuff I want to talk about and get out over the summer, uh, heading into the fall. And this is an opportunity today on just a kind of a one of those days, uh, a weird Tuesday in June where time is going fast, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it slowed down for a day. And Preston's Super Show gently comes on wherever you're listening to podcasts. Like how I did that? I do too. Today, really cool. I have the best, the best cartoons on Tubi right now. Gonna load you up for Saturday this week. And um, I'm also gonna hit you next week with uh, some films from Tubi. Some very underrated, underappreciated films that are on there. I'm gonna hit you with that next week. But I brought a friend along today. And you are gonna hear the smooth stylings of Canada's finest. Joe Perry is bringing his stock pick to town. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do this. Quick financial disclaimer and disclosure. I am not a licensed financial advisor. Neither is Joe. Please consult with a money professional before investing and take our advice with a grain of salt. Thank you. Up first, and I'm going to give you three right away that you probably don't know anything about these cartoons. Like maybe if, if you were born in the 80s and you were like not in space, like stargazing, I should put it that way. Like if you were not stargazing and you were actually paying attention to things back then, you would know these. But if you don't, you were a stargazer here you go that's where i come in to help the stargazers out in 1995 right so i just said born in the 80s because by 95 you would have been able to understand what was happening in the show because cartoons were very adult in the you know the 90s eras when a lot of adult humor was mixed into uh, cartoons that were put on the kids channel but the the uh, jokes were for adults and when you go back, you see that in Rocco's Modern Life and stuff like that. Um, but the first one. Oh, you're going to love it. Sky Surfer Strike Force. This is like the Avengers. I have to put it to you like that. This is just like the Avengers. Uh, little synopsis. When a mysterious explosion destroys an artificial intelligence lab, Adam Hollister is framed. His son, Jack Hollister, sets out to prove his father's innocence that someone else had caused the explosion and had stolen an experimental computer brain. Merging it with his own brain, he transformed into the master criminal known as Cybron to fight Cybron and his evil bio-borgs 
Jack Hollister becomes Sky Surfer 1, leader of the Sky Surfer Strike Force. The second cartoon on Tubi that I really feel like is the second best on there, and one that is very underappreciated. Actually, kind of like Sky Surfers. You know, Sky Surfers did get two seasons, but this one only got one season. And you know it. You know it if you had a TV in your room as a kid growing up and you're my, around my age. You remember those days. Basic cable days. All of a sudden, you roll out of bed. Look at the TV left on. What's on the television? Wildcats. 1994 to 1995, it had its run. You know, most of these are science fiction based. But, you know, they're animations, fantasy a little synopsis about the Wildcats, like I said, it's not the Thundercats, you may remember. This is the Wildcats. Better. It's better than the Thundercats. 10,000 years ago, amidst a war that spanned millennia, the, Curo the Curubium and Daemonites crashed on the planet Earth. While the Curubium assimilated, the Daemonites uh, carried their plans of domination underground until which time they could resurface and conquer not only Earth, but the entire galaxy. Now the time has come, necessitating the Caribbean and their descendants to emerge, mobilize, and form the covert action team, Wildcats. So there's a big build-up to what's happening here. This is a very good explanation of what's taking place. Their mission, to fight the evil, Daemonite forces and ensure the safety and sovereignty of the planet. Watch how it begins and ends as Warblade, Zealot, Grifter, Spartan, Voodoo, Maul, and Void go ahead to head with Lord Hellspont and the evil Daemonites to determine the fate of the universe. That'd be number two on my list of just shows that really are underappreciated uh, animations that are really underappreciated on uh, Tubi there. This next cartoon is another one you didn't see unless you were born in the 80s, late 80s, and were paying attention to the TV, and I don't know, maybe you remember, you still might not. This came out in 1997. So I was able to actually see this come on TV, I remember it, and it was Extreme Dinosaurs. This was a groovy cartoon and you know it wasn't received really well because you got to think like at this time there was so much competition with animation and now it's very mainstream and it was not mainstream in the 90s it was becoming mainstream in the 90s early 2000s and because of shows like this and other shows that i've mentioned cartoons became wildly popular beyond anybody's expectations Extreme Dinosaurs is an American animated series from 1997 based on a 1996 toy line from Mattel. Do you remember Mattel having all those toys? Those hard toys, the plastic ones back at this time? They had them all. Uh, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, a Triceratops, a Stegosaurus, and a Pterodon that were transformed into super warriors by an interdimensional criminal. They rebelled against the alien criminal, and they do battle with his second group of warriors, the evil raptors. Eventually, the raptor's objective is to cause global warming by increasing the Earth's temperature, which will make life on Earth more comfortable for dinosaurs. So, like, their whole goal is to keep dinosaurs 
existing and living. It's a pretty cool premise for this uh, show. And it, it deserves to be on the list. It's very overlooked. It, you know, at some point, you know, you'll you'll look and it might not be on there one day. You know what I mean? So watch it while it's there. This next one came out in the 70s. And I got to say, this is one of those that's pr- probably ended up being uh, your dad's favorite superhero, which was Flash Gordon. But this is the new animated adventures of Flash Gordon. And it you know, was new for 1979 to 1982. And it's a, still a very undiscovered show. With all the superhero stuff we know, with how many superheroes have been around. I mean, this one goes under the radar. Now, the new Flash show that has been around for a while now. I think it started back in like 2015 on the CW network. That was really good for that first season. Then it kind of like got redundant, but I mean, that's television. So this one really focuses around Flash Gordon and kind of all of his allies, his comrades, his his story, you know, it really plays out here. It's really good. Flash Gordon blasts off to Planet Mongo with his girlfriend, Dale Arden. Now, she's got to be from the South. I've never met a woman from the North with the name Dale. And scientist Han Zarkov to prevent evil dictator Ming, the merciless, from dominating the universe. In attempting to put an end to Ming's villainy, Flash receives the aid and often the hindrance of Prince Baron of Abdoria, the Hawkman, led by King Voltan, there we go, now you're, now it's starting to come to you, Queen Freya of the ice-covered land of Frigaia, Thun the Lion Man, and Means, sexy, scantily clad daughter, Aura, who has a powerful attraction for Flash, that continues to play out through the whole show for the two seasons, it's really good, um, I do rate that as like, probably the fourth best on Tubi for, for animation, but as far as you know, my list goes, I wasn't necessarily ranking them as I'm giving them out. I'm just telling you what's there for you to watch. This is a really good animation that really made a good splash in the 90s. And you'll know the name, but you have to pay attention now because there's two different styles of this character. Okay, so Conan the Adventurer, not Conan the Barbarian, but Conan the Adventurer, okay? And this came out in 1992, my birth year, and ran until 1993. And it was really received well later on. And at first, it was just something new for television in the early 90s. It was really cool that it was on TV because Fox was running it, right? NBC had their shows, CBS had shows, ABC had shows. But Fox was always trying to be the leader in animation all the way back going to the 90s. This Conan, really good, was created by Robert E. Howard, who wrote the novels based on the legendary Barbarian, right, based on the Barbarian. This animated series follows the legendary Barbarian as he struggles against Rathamon and his legions of evil. And actually, it gets pretty deep. And uh, you even see Conan's brother. Like, it, it, it really get, it really expands. Like, it's like a, it's like a, a bubble. And it just continues to expand, 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 expand. And it pops and the show's over. You know what I mean? But for what it's worth, that's really high. That's That made the top um, five for me. So, again, let me give you the top five. And when I come back, 
I'm going to give you the rest of them that I have for you for your Saturday morning lineup. Started with Sky Surfers, moved on to Wildcats, knocked down Extreme Dinosaurs. We checked in on the adventures of Flash Gordon in number five. I believe is Conan the Adventurer. I believe because, you know, when you talk about some cartoons, you've seen every episode so much, so much, so much. You've seen them on TV so much, so much, so much. This did not get that type of tick. This did not get that type of level of engagement. Um, and now you have the ability to go back and appreciate these things when you're a little bit older. You can understand the dialogue a little bit better. And the animation is the animation, man. Like these were artists who put their time and effort into this. And it came out really good with the technology they were using for their time. You know, some of these cartoons from the 70s and 80s, full screen, no problem. You got to the 90s, some of these cartoons were not, like, built for the widescreen or something. Like, they're all a box. Like, what happened? Like, I have to go and manually expand the screen, but the TV, but the, the picture wasn't meant to be that size, so you're not getting the best quality that way. But if you want to watch a full screen, you have to. So it's like, um, they had, they had a lot of stuff right. Uh, you know what I mean? It wasn't like... Uh, they were behind the curve with these older animations. Now, Conan, that came out in the 90s. It's full screen. It's a good one. Um, you'll be able to watch that one. But everything on Tubi right now for free, and you don't have to do anything but click watch. It's pretty easy. Without further ado, let me bring on someone who is so skilled, who is so talented, who is so universally gifted all of canada stands on their feet the moment he walks in the building ladies and gentlemen without further ado joe perry and his weekly top stock take it away joe going on you guys joe perry here with another round of weekly stock picks we haven't done this in a while so let's make sure we started off with a bang boom preston thanks for having me on guys thank you for tuning in ticker symbol cl colgate boom deodorant has a class action lawsuit claim against them that they have clinically proven products that include being aluminum free and last 72 hours and they like to use the buzzwords of being clinically proven. Also, they're very expensive by doubling the price of the other brands. Colgate owns Speedstick. Speedstick has had aluminum-free deodorant for a very long time, and it's half the price, and honestly, it's always been there for me. Colgate's five-year chart is so impressive, it would make your wealthy old grandpa a very happy man to look at. I want to circle back on this one in one month's time since it is a bit higher in price, but I wouldn't put $85 to $90 a share uh, by the next bull run out of the question. Keep it in mind, ticker symbol CL, Colgate. Ticker symbol INFI, Infinity Pharmaceuticals. Now this one has a very juicy one hour chart with new recent volume and eyes coming in. 
PR is coming in about a merger and updates about the company is giving me a very good sign. I like to see companies and CEOs that actually put put out PR. I like to read this stuff because it, it lets me know what's going on with the company. Weekly chart looking like it's prime for a run that will work wonder for the next, I'd say, two to four weeks time. Don't be scared of a few red days and consider that a time to maybe do more research, do more digging, and also grab up shares at a discounted price because two to four weeks time from now, we won't be looking at the same prices. Alright guys, it's Joe Perry. Thanks for tuning in for the weekly stock picks. Until next time, we out. absolutely wonderful i hope everybody goes and plays that again shares that with a friend lets them know joe has the goods now back into the animation in these last six i'm going to drop on you we're going to go through this a little bit quicker now because a lot of these you're going to know i know in my heart you're going to know a lot of these but they are still the best ones on Tubi. So let's start with number six, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. Six seasons ran on ABC. And let me be honest with you, this is the best Scooby-Doo they ever made besides the original. So like step aside the original because without that, you don't have Scooby-Doo. So without the original, Forget the guess who, forget it, no, 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 forget the new one that's out, no, no, no. Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, that is the best Scooby-Doo to watch nowadays. The Adventures of the Mystery Solving Dog and His Nephew. Really good, it's really good. Um, I gotta say, like, as a kid, this is the best Scooby-Doo, and then when you watch it, when you get older, you're like, oh yeah, this is the best one. There's the most happening here. Hard to follow that up, right? Like, dang, who's going to come after Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo? That combo. Whew. Well, the only combo I know is a, a bigger combo, and that's G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And this is one of the best animated shows ever. And you know what? They can say what they want. I know Colt when G.I. Joe, Cobra, and all these other ones came out. No, no, no. It had to start somewhere, folks. You're talking about the 1983 to 1992 G.I. Joe series that spanned four seasons with 76 specials. And a lot of people just won't appreciate it. But I can tell you right now, it's actually really good. 
and it was well made, especially for the time. G.I. Joe is a codename for America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose, to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world. G.I. Joe was a successful cartoon based on the popular toy line created by Hasbro. The show ended in the 1980s, but the toy line continued until much later. Well, it actually ran until 1992. I mean, that was technically the late 80s because that's when it stopped really running on TV. So, because they had more G.I. Joe stuff coming out. So they had to, hey, you know, if you want that, go watch it on DVD. Their streaming wasn't around like it is now. So it wasn't like they had another spot for it. It wasn't like there was another home for it. See, streaming gave movies, television, animation, another home away from home after it got put on the shelf. You see what I'm saying? Blockbuster gone. Family video gone. Okay, where are you going to go? You know what I'm saying? You're going to go to Redbox. How lame do you look walking up to that Redbox? How freaking lame do you look walking up to that red box? Lame, lame alert. My, I, I bet you're flooding too. I bet you're flooding. You're wearing bowling shoes. Bet your girlfriend dresses you, picks out your clothes. Bet you, you know what I mean? You take after her for her skincare routine. Oh yeah, I know what type of sissies are out there at that red box, boy. All right, next up is actually a really good animation. All these have been good. What am I saying? All these have been good. Every one of these is good. And uh, it's something that I've actually seen, which is why I can speak on it, which is pretty cool. You know, it's like, you know what? I've seen all that, man. And this is literally one of probably the best animations in the universe. And it's the Transformers. Legit, the Transformers. Ran from 1984 to 1987. And this had basically the whole story, the real story, not like, oh, you know what I mean? In the movies where they change it up and make it good for, you know, everybody to feel good in the, in the, in the cinema, you know what I mean? But this was the actual story about how there becomes a rift between the Autobots and the Decepticons. You see how Optimus Prime rises, you see how Megatron rises, you see everything play out, and it really does play out, you see so much happen, um, so many different characters, so many good quotes, good lines, um, the funny names of how these they named the, these Transformers, um, the Aerialbots, all these different things you never really knew of, and never really knew how to phrase some of these characters until, you know, this show really got a good run. And then in the future, people still didn't know, you know what I mean, about the difference between Autobots, Decepticons, Aerialbots, so on and so forth. And I'm telling you, you see so many Transformers um, that you'll, you didn't see in the movies. Like, you'll never see any of these guys in the movies. It won't make it because... The story in the movies is not the same story as the animation. And actually, as it was written, because Transformers was a part of Marvel. Um, and so it had that superhero-esque vibe to it where a lot of people, you know, followed on to that and have really built into it over the years. 
you see Megatron fade away and he's reborn as Galvatron. Then you understand what Galvatron's all about. Then you see how it all plays out going into that last season. And it really runs smooth. Like this runs really smooth. I could not leave this next one out. This had to make the list. It's not fair if it doesn't because I seen the whole thing. It actually came out in 2000, it was a great year. Right, everybody's screaming, Y2K, Y2K, 1999, then 2000 came, we're all safe. So, in this animated series, it's actually called Kong, the animated series. And it had one huge season. One big, big season. Really good animation. King Kong is like fighting every episode. Every episode he's fighting one or two people. When King Kong fell to his tragic death uh, off the Empire State Building, there was a young scientist, Dr. Lorna Jenkins, who cloned him and took him back to Kong Island so he could finally be protected again from the world. 18 years later, her grandson Jason and friend Tan bring their teacher to the island to show him the paradise and of course Kong. But their teacher, Ramon de la Porta, has other plans. He steals the island's primal stones, which control the balance of the island and make sure the imprisoned god Chiros does not escape. So now to restore balance to the island, Jason, Tan, a shaman girl named Lua, and of course Kong must journey around the world to retrieve the stones and stop De La Porta once and for all. Excellent, excellent animated series. It was received really well over the years, still is. Next up, a vintage classic animation. One of the best cartoons of all time in history. This is a top three cartoon. Garfield and Friends. Seven seasons ran on CBS from 1988 to 1994. An animated television series based on the comic strip Garfield by Jim Davis. Absolutely love this cartoon. Like I said, it's the top three of all time. There are so many episodes in every season. It's like never ending this show. And you'll fly through it. You'll fly through it because it's Garfield one of my favorite cartoons growing up and still is to this day i love that saturday morning cartoon garfield bot the best part is when it flips to all his barnyard friends right like they do the the skit with garfield all his skits and then they flip to his barnyard friends that's the best part of garfield and friends last but not least because you'll go on to and find some other good you know animations and stuff like that this is not including anime that's a totally separate thing um because Tubi really did load up on cartoons and anime over the last couple years. But here's the last one I'm going to toss out to you before I wrap the show up. Mythic Warriors. And this is a series based on some of the oldest and most heroic stories of all time. Brought to life in action-packed animation. Each is an updated version of the classic tales about warriors and gods. They're talking Hercules. They're talking Poseidon. They're talking everybody medusa everybody's involved in this one and it's actually really good animation good fight scenes it's it's really the storyboard went well on that show now it didn't last that long you know two seasons but that's all it needed to tell the stories of old to get people excited about history which i always am but you know that's a thing that i understand it's not some people's forte it is for me and this is why i couldn't leave it off the list i saved it for last one you probably never seen in your life but if you do watch it you will find a really good appreciation for history and for the ancient times 
ladies and gentlemen thank you so much thank you to joe again for stopping by dropping off that stock pick like the milkman ladies and gentlemen just like the hands of time i'm turning it over to you good night and god bless palms 37 4